Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the Federal Reserve raised rates again and making the end of an era potential ushering in the start of a new deal, but one that absolutely has consequences of an epic magnitude. The overall economic condition in that it's in decline. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddell. Joining me, as always, today, Eric Carney. Eric, a fiduciary. He is an author, president of Retirement Wealth, and alongside to him, we have Joseph Lanza, also a fiduciary independent right there at Retirement Wealth. Uh, Joseph, how are you? I'm great, Steve. How are you? Very well, thanks. And uh, gee, Eric, hi, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Very well. Boy, little Mr. Gloom and Doom there, huh? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, right? I mean, that's what everybody's thinking right now, gloom and doom. I mean, you know, like, you know, there's a recession looming, and this is the end. I mean, that's what everybody thinks. And I know. We talked about it on last week's show. I think it's absolutely exaggerated. And, I mean, now, you know, this past week, we see that we are, in fact, according to the definition of the past 120 years, I'm not going to listen to politicians how all of a sudden in the past past two weeks, they can change the definition of what a recession is. How funny is that? But, um, you know, for the past 120 years, we've known that it's had negative uh, two quarters in a row. We're getting to that point. So not to congratulate people, but we are in a recession. And believe it or not, we're still okay. And that's what happens. And what we talked about in the past few weeks is the anticipation of any kind of event like this is devastating to people. But the anticipation is typically the absolute worst part because now we're in a recession and guess what? The sky hasn't fallen. Everyone's still okay. Everyone's still okay. The market's still doing what the market does, right? That's right. And uh, well, I mean, Steve Forbes. I mean, here's a great one to, to sort of weigh in on on what we're what we're feeling right now, and if we are in a recession, and and what it might mean. Well, beauty may be in the eye of a beholder, but a recession is a recession. Mm. There's no getting around it. Two quarters straight. And uh, they may try to pretty it up, but the fact of the matter is people feel incomes are not going up as fast as prices. Uh, the economy they don't feel is going the way it should. There, many of them are dipping into savings. Mm. They're seeing interest rates go up, which means if they're using credit card debt, they know where that, what direction right. that's going into. If you look at housing sales, you look at some of the other economic reports, things are not very rosy right now. Well, uh, yes, but like as you said, though, Eric, the sky has not fallen. It may not be that rosy a picture, but again, it's something survivable and doable. Right. I mean, look, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he does have a good point. Uh, money's very tight right now. I mean, in American households, money's significantly more tight than it was a year ago. Uh, we we're taking a look at new data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis, and it shows that Americans have only saved 5.4% of their disposable income compared to about 12.4% last year. So year over year, they're saving about 12.4, but that significantly dropped down to 5.4. On top of that, we're paying a lot more for things now than we have before. So not only has our savings significantly gone down, but now our expenses are significantly higher, and that does change things. So, I mean, there, there are definitely changes, but this is where you have to get financially fit and say, look, how do I get through difficult times like this? And, you know, it does make a huge difference. So he he does have some really good points. Um, but like I said, everybody's absolutely changing the definition of what a recession right now is. Kind of funny. <laughs> well, it is kind of funny. And you wonder why and how. Well, I guess, I mean, I understand why, because it's politics and that's what they want. And, uh, you know, it's how they need to spin it. Right. So, I mean, let's let's continue. And, and um are you are you hearing from folks, uh, you know, has it changed in the last few weeks? Has attitude changed in the last few weeks? I think people are less worried now. I mean, before, you know, like before the recession was in. But, you know, a lot of it has to do with how the market changes, too. And the thing is, is that we've been very vigilant this year about our portfolios. And there's a lot of times where people don't understand that. Um, I have had people that have emailed me and said, Eric, you know, thank you so much for what you've done for the portfolio. We've really seen a difference this year. Um, and so, again, moving into cash, moving into bond alternatives and being proactive has, has really um, been some very strategic sound moves. But 
like I said, I, I think when the markets start to move back up, especially, you know, it's been a big earnings seasons lately, too. So you see a lot of companies coming out and it's been actually a fairly decent earnings season. You know, you know, Google got hammered for a little while. What, what did they say, Joey? Like they still made, what, $64 billion? Yeah, I think it's really, it always surprises me or makes me laugh when they say, well, you know, the expected earnings was $69 billion and 68.5 is what they did in revenue. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. like, so, so when, and then we're in a losers. Re- yeah, right. It's like we're in a recession, yet these companies are making $68. billion in revenue in one quarter. And I also want to point out that the markets necessarily didn't plummet on the recession news. And this is something that we've been trying to tell clients for a while now is that because we've been in a recession for the past two quarters now, when you really think about it, because the definition is of two quarters of negative GDP growth, well, we heard the news and it's like, oh, well, we're in a recession. Well, we've been in a recession since January 1st, really. And you've seen the market take a huge decline since then. So the market isn't plummeting on this recession news coming out. That's already been priced into the market. That's why we've seen the huge drop that we have. So I think it's important to recognize that as well. A lot of times the market prices in things before they really even come out. And that's why a lot of people struggle to beat the market is because it prices things in so early on. Sure. And and that's something that you guys really have a handle on in terms of you know, understanding a portfolio, what needs to happen and, and how we need to sort of weather this and, and plod through it. Yeah, I think the thing right now is I'm already focused on January 1st. You know, like I said, I mean, I think that we pretty much have a grip for this year. We understand that going into the end of the year where we want to be, but underestimate the value of a strong alpha-driven portfolio, especially in a market like this. You need that horsepower to get through a difficult market. And we've seen where strong alpha in this kind of market is making a huge difference. But I'll tell you what, and and I've talked about this uh, client before, but we just took on a prospective client who I talked to well over a year ago. And, you know, I told him about a few positions that he had to get rid of. And it was a significant amount of money that were in these positions. And, you know, for, for an entire year, he gave his other advisor a chance. He's like, ah, he'll probably move me out of these. Well, he didn't. And, you know, now they're moving the money over and he's kind of pissed at himself because he's like, you know, Eric, he's like, I lost a lot of money over this past year. And you told me well over 12 months ago, I should have gotten out of this. But the point is, is that there was not enough alpha in his portfolio and it was too interest rate driven and so everything you know interest rates right now are wreaking havoc in the markets right now so if you have a fixed income portfolio that's not going to help you get out of this hole and a lot of times what got you in the hole is not necessarily going to get you out of the hole and so like i said strong asset allocation has to be considered right now and with this with the market where it's at right now could make a huge difference for you so the market continues to just sort of i mean last week was pretty good this week it's not so good right i mean it it, and i think that it's probably going to pull back again so the thing is is that you know you have to you have to have continual firepower to be able to keep going back into the market and buying back at a lower price. I mean, at some point it will whipsaw back. Like take a look at Amazon. You had the ability to buy that at $119 and now it's north of $137. So the point is is that within days it went from 119 up to 137. That was a great price. And so the thing is, is that there's a lot of companies out there that you can still buy at a lower price. And I, I think that there's a lot of great deals out there. There's a lot of companies that have become value companies that you can buy into right now. So the thing is, is that you've got to take a look at your asset allocation and making sure that it's relevant. Also, that you have enough firepower to take advantage of a pulled back market. And, you know, again, the media is, is driving a lot of this in terms of the fear and the, and all of that. Let's let's check in with Larry Kudlow. He's Fox Business uh, host uh, talking about the true definition of uh, inflation, which is a little different. The faster the Fed operates, the sooner we can get out of this. But it's going to be a painful 12 to 15 months. The economic slump in the first half of the year is a function of skyrocketing inflation, real wages falling, real retail sales falling, manufacturing falling, consumer confidence crashed again. It's down about 30% from a year ago with an inflation forecast of 7.6% for the uh, next 12 months. I happen to agree with that very much. Look, the first quarter was down 1.6%. Today's down 1.2%, but I don't care. It could be plus one or minus one. We are in a recession, and every economist knows that, and it's gonna get worse. 
and it's going to get worse. Agree? Disagree? What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of, I, I think it's going to be relatively flat. I mean, I don't think it's going to get great. I don't think it's going to be horrible. I think that there's a lot of things that will also prevent that. Um, you know, right now, the job market re remains incredibly strong. And so that will stave off a recession. Um, the other thing that will change that is actually a change in the supply chain. If that changes significantly, which, you know, I'm not sure that at that, that that can turn around 180 degrees, but I think that that will significantly help things as well. Um, and then, of course, you have this Ukraine-Russia uh, mess over there, too. There's, there's a few things that would stave off a recession from going any deeper. I don't think that it's going to be a deep cut right now. Um, the problem is, is that, you know, the Fed wants to keep raising rates, and that's fine, but higher rates keep prices in check by slowing down the economy. That, that's how it works. But the Fed has walked a very narrow line. And in the last 11 times that the Fed has raised rates, they've only successfully avoided a recession three times. That's crazy to me that, that they're trying to do something by raising rates, by avoiding a recession, but yet it's only been successful three out of those 11 times. And it's also important to note that during those times, inflation was much lower when they actually did that. So the problem is right now we have super high inflation. So if it hasn't worked eight times out of 11 and our inflation is through the roof right now, Eh, it may not be, you know, may not work out as well as they, they hope to. You make me laugh, Eric. That's true. And and again, food for thought. Uh, so, folks, if you're concerned, if we piqued your interest, now's a great time to give Eric and the team a call. Come on in, sit down, and, and make it happen. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph. Five callers right now gets that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but you walk out the door with a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, planning for retirement is almost always a challenge. For couples with a significant age gap, it can be even more complicated. When we come back, we'll outline several retirement planning points for couples with eight or more years in between them. Hey, we're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth and so much more. Joseph Lenz is along as well, and he is a fiduciary independent at Retirement Wealth. And, uh, you know, we're going to get to we're going to get to the whole couples thing. I thought that was an interesting piece, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I actually did. Yeah, because very that, much so, especially well, in Florida. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You're you're dealing with it on an everyday basis, but I wanna I wanna circle back, uh, as they like to say, uh, and to talk about, um, you know, retirees in particular are really feeling this the worst. Am I right there? Well, I think ones that aren't prepared. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean, there, there's a huge difference. I mean, you know, that you're either prepared or you're not prepared, and 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 quite frankly, you know, some investors are just more prudent than others. Um, some people are more concerned about taxes and inflation than others. Uh, some are more concerned about their income than others. I mean, you know, some people are just significantly more prepared. There's a lot of our clients, many of our clients who have, uh, you know, want to log into their financial plan. They want to understand where they are all the time. There's others that are hands off. I mean, but the bottom line is, is that you, you, you are entering into a relationship with your with your investment advisor. I mean, you're, it's, it's a financial relationship. And a lot of people that we're meeting over the past year or two really don't have that kind of relationship with them. They're like, ah, you know, we like them. We trust them. 
but that's about it, you know, but they're really realizing that in this kind of market, they're not really as much of, they're not as good of an advisor as they thought they were. There's no proper financial plan. There's no income plan. There's no wealth management whatsoever. It's being handed off to a third party and people are realizing I need more. You know, I need more to be able to get through a difficult market, to get through a difficult economy, to get through a difficult administration. And so this is where, like I said, I mean, we've been slammed since January 1st. It's going to continue to stay that way. And the, th the thing is, is that we're always out there fixing a lot of issues that other advisors are presenting. And now all of a sudden you have another set of issues because now what's being presented to everyone is all these ridiculous products that are being sold based on emotions. You know, people are like, okay, I have to, you know, like CDs are all of a sudden coming back now, right? People are like, I can get 3% now, Eric. I'm like, I don't care. Like 3%, I can't get excited about. Can you, Joey? No. I mean, uh, when, when inflation's at, at over 9%, 3% doesn't excite me. I, I mean, give me a break. So after 9-11, this is interesting. After 9-11, the, the markets were in turmoil. AIG was coming out with products that said guaranteed 3 and 4%. People were putting tons of money into that. The reason that AIG did that was because they knew that they could take over on people's emotions, give them three or 4% and make a fortune when the market comes back. And that's exactly what happened. 2003, 2004, that market came roaring back. AIG made billions of dollars, wow. right? Wow. And everybody stuck at three and 4%. So the thing is, is that, yeah, this year might be a little tough, but there's gonna be some point where the markets are gonna turn around and you're gonna wanna be prepared. And if you go into them and you're strategic about it, it'll pay off very nicely. Well, all right. Then. And based on the economy, and you were just alluding to that, um, we're going to hear from Mohammed el Iran, and he talks about overall economic stability in the U.S. as it stands right now. This is an economy that's weakening at a much faster rate than most people expected. That's the bottom line. Whether we're in recession or not is not as interesting as the fact that we are weakening really fast. Yes, inflation is going to come down at a headline level, but it's not going to come down fast enough given how fast the economy is weakening. And that's going to put the Fed in the same dilemma it's been in for the last few months. You agree with that? I mean, that's he seems like he's taught he knows what he's talking about there. I mean, I, I, I follow him. Um, I follow him in, in several areas, actually. Um, his blogs, um, also, uh, he's on LinkedIn, and he's always publishing a lot of interesting articles. I mean, he's a very intelligent man. He, he's one of the economists that I follow, and uh, he absolutely could be right. But, you know, he's also more of a bond guy. So he's taking okay. a look at everything from a fixed income world, not necessarily an equity world. Um, and I see everything, you know, I, I'm not saying that everything's going to be rosy. But the thing is, is that if you are positioned correctly, you will be able to get through this. And I've been that's kind of been the common denominator since the beginning of the show today. But the bottom line is, is that, look. There's a lot of people that are not strategic right now. If you're not strategic, you're going to be all over the place and you're going to make horrible decisions. And here's the bottom line. A lot of people don't care about their money. I said that earlier. But the, but the fact of the matter is, is that people that do want to understand what's going on with their money. What what options do I have at this point? Where am I going? And the bottom line is that if you're not focused on your three-year rate of return, you're only focused on your quarter-by-quarter quarter return, that's not going to work. You really have to focus on your three-year rate of return and see where you stand with that. And the bottom line is, is that if your three-year rate of return is good, your five-year rate of return should be good. But if you don't pay attention to your three or your five, you don't even have to question what your 10-year rate of return is going to be. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be horrific. It's got to be managed on a regular basis. You need to maintain, monitor, and manage everything about your financial situation. And when times are difficult like these, you will get through them. And again, we've gotten this far, we've been in a recession and everything's okay. Um, it's going to get better. So you just have to be able to power through these difficult times. And when you say that, Eric, we, we talk about a recession and you know I like your take on it that it really isn't a, as big a deal as what you want it to people a lot of people are making it out to be right. and so what what does happen during a recession is it just what we're experiencing high inflation and uh, you know unstable market is that is that define a, a recession it's just your slowdown in the economy I mean they're, they're 
they're thinking that everything's going to slow down. The market's going to be flat. The job market is going to, you know, it's actually going to get worse. But that's not really true. And I hate to say this, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there right now where if you want to work, you can work. And I, like I said, we've talked before on the show about what happened to all these pre-COVID workers. I don't know where they all went. And it goes all the way from the service industry all the way up to sea level. There's a lot of jobs that are open. I realize that a lot of people have retired, but there's also a lot of people still sitting on the sidelines. That's certainly not helping either. Um, so there's a lot of people that are work looking for good qualified workers right now and just cannot find them. But as far as the recession, um, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Like I said, we went through a very short one in March of 2022. Um, even if we go through another one right now, I think it's going to be very quick. You won't even feel it. And again, uh, what, do, what do you think, Joseph? We're five months into it? Yeah, I mean, we, we're already into it. And I think that, you know, we'll start to see right now we're sitting on like, if you look at consumer goods, like things like houses and cars are so inflated right now. Right. I think over the next six to 12 months, what you'll see happen is that that's going to slow down a lot. I think in Southwest Florida, it's going to take a little bit longer for like house prices to, to go down just because of how much cash buyers we have. But I think that you're going to start to see the, the um, purchasing of these start to go down. And ironically enough, as the supply of them starts to go up, because as soon as supply chain kinks get worked out, the cars are going to be able to be manufactured a lot faster. But right now we're in a weird space where if you've noticed, Eric, like you can't negotiate for any prices on much, no. on any things, right? No. You go to the car dealership. It's like, listen, here's what we got in stock. Here's what the price is. If you're not buying it, someone else is. So it puts the consumer kind of at a tight position where they're not able to negotiate. They don't have any wiggle room. Right. But over the next six to 12 months, as supply increases and I think demand will actually start to go down on, on things like houses and cars, you're going to see that change. And that's where I think that, you know, we look at past recessions and start thinking about what would I have done differently or how could I have better navigated that? That's the mindset we need to have, right? Is start looking at history, start looking at things that you would have done differently in the past during recessions and, and construct your portfolio and your strategies based off of that to, to take the most, you know, make the most advantage move here to take advantage of this. Whoever heard of used car prices going up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, through I mean, the roof. Right. Yep. Exactly. I mean, a friend of mine was a friend of mine was driving a very nice car, uh, and it was used. And the dealer called him and said, "Hey, I'll pay you more than what I what you paid for it." Right. So just bring it back because somebody wants it. <laughs> it, it. It's so crazy. Like my, my Toyota Tundra, um, I was driving through a parking lot the other day, and this guy almost had a heart attack chasing me down. <laughs> And he's like, I want to buy your truck. I'm like, it's not for sale. And it was kind of like weird, you know, like, I mean, it was almost like a zombie chasing me. I was like, what is this guy doing? You know, like, he's like, I want to buy your truck. You know, I can't find this truck anywhere. I'm like, I don't want to sell it. You know, like, <laughs> I don't care how much you're going to pay me for it. I'm not selling my truck, but it's just, you know, but, but that's how desperate people are right now. It's so strange. And I, I've talked about this on the show before too, but there's a lot of people out there that are driving around cars without chips in them right now. Um, now we had one client that has, I think it's a Chevy Equinox, and now we have another client that's actually driving a Mercedes without a chip. And so um, it's just strange. So I what, mean, what are they giving up with the, without the chip? I know, I know our client in the Equinox has no air conditioning. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, in Florida, it does, you never turn the air conditioning off. I mean, right. it's just, you know, even if it's a little chilly in the morning, you might turn on your seat warmers, but you still have the air conditioning on. I know it's strange, but that's what it is. That's what you um, do. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you never turn it off. So I'm like, how are you surviving? She goes, well, I'm really careful about where I go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay. And that's been, that's been quite a while. That's going on six months now. Like I, 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 you know, I don't need a car that bad that I don't need air conditioning. I, I, I would wait. But, oh yeah. Because yeah. you're going to get a better deal. Yeah. It's, it's like the market when, you know, <laughs> buy low, sell high. Exactly. Right. right. It's just, you know, and the thing is, is that I, I will say this, I'm incredibly comfortable where we are this year with our clients. I can really say that all the hard work I believe is behind us. We've been proactive. Um, again, the hard work hopefully now is done. 800-779-1942. And uh, let's take a quick break, guys, and, and invite folks to call right now. Yeah. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. 
your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic. Take advantage of it, folks. 800-779-1942. All it takes is a phone call to get the ball rolling. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And you'll walk out the door with a roadmap that'll help guide you to get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, stretching your retirement dollars is more important now than ever. When we come back, we've got some strategies to help you put those dollars to work and allow you to enjoy your well-deserved retirement. Stay tuned. back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and of course a Retirement Wealth LLC. You are a fiduciary firm. You're, uh, you've got, you're independent. You've been doing this for a good long while. A lot of experience. Uh, and so right now that really is what I want. Somebody with some experience who's seen things like this before who, uh, you know, you realize history repeats itself. Yeah, and I think being independent has made a huge difference for us. You know, like we're not entangled up with any company. We don't have somebody standing over us telling us what to do. Um, we don't have a third party money manager who's never met our clients. It's like, I mean, there, there's so many things that are wrong about the financial industry. And, and quite frankly, again, this year, I think there's a lot of people that are frustrated with the financial industry. Well, you know, and, and I totally get it. Um, I, th I think there's a lot of times where people don't have enough planning and strategies in place to get through difficult times like this. And that's, that's really what they're looking for. This is not a set it and forget it environment. I mean, there's no way that that's going to happen. So again, you've, you've got to keep ebbing and flowing. You've got to put the work in and it does, it takes an entire team. I mean, and that is literally why we have different um, pieces of the office doing piece, different pieces of the puzzle because that's how many different people it takes to actually manage one, one client's retirement. Yeah, I got a question. So you, you mentioned third-party money managers that, that don't ever know the client. Tell me, I, I mean, I know I talk to a lot of advisors. I certainly talk, not just in this, but just in general. Uh, and a lot of them are saying, yeah, I've got my third-party third, third money managers. They know what's going on. Is that a good thing or a bad thing if if they're saying, well, I've got third-party money managers, and you're saying that may not be the best. Well, here's the thing. You are at the mercy of that money manager for the success of your client. Like, you better okay. hope that, that money manager is a damn good money manager. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's an awful lot. I have an awful lot of friends in this business, and they're very good people, but they don't necessarily know how to manage money. They know how to sell people. They're licensed to sell. And... The only thing is, is that I can tell you is they feel, and this has happened a lot of times over the past few years with several different things, uh, December of 2018, when the market melted down, you got March of 2022, and now all of a sudden you have post-COVID. They feel like their money managers were very late to the party. And so the thing is, is that, you know, they're making moves, but I think they were a little too late. And so when I talk to these guys and I know when we morphed into cash or bond alternatives, we did it way before um, it even become a big issue. And I just feel like these money managers, the event happens, they see it happen, and then all of a sudden they're very slow to react. And then the client will say, well, okay, I'm in cash now, but why didn't we do this a month or two ago when everyone saw this coming? And so unfortunately, you are at the mercy of a third-party money manager. And again, someone that you've never met, they don't really understand your risk tolerance. Yeah, you can fill out a form. Come on. Like everybody says, okay, this is a, uh, uh, a relatively conservative, moderate investor, right? That's a, that's garbage. You really want to understand the client. You want to understand where they came from, how they earn their money, how they feel about money. Where's this money going down the road? And there's a lot of things that are going on with people's money that you really have to interact with. And so the bottom line is, is that you have to manage money for that client's lifestyle. 
lifestyle and for their risk tolerance. You just can't pawn it off to a third-party money manager. And that says a lot about you as an advisor too. It means that you don't really know much about how to manage money either. And there's a lot of people that think if you're an investment advisor, you know how to manage money. That's absolutely incorrect. Joseph, when you took your 65, how much did you learn about managing money? Very, very little. It was it was more about regulations of the business. And very, it was like, do you know what a bond is? Do right. you know what a stock is? What's a growth stock and a value stock? It had nothing to really do to with portfolio construction or, you know, going into it, I was kind of expecting a, okay, the economy is telling us this. How should you structure your client's portfolio? Right. It was nothing of that of that nature. Wow. Yeah. So when you go get a construction license down here, they don't tell you how to build a house. They don't tell you how to build a set of stairs. They don't tell you how to stay in code. They teach you about rules, regulations, and laws. And so the bottom line is, is that they're not teaching you anything about building a house or remodeling or anything like that. So the bottom line is, is that you have to understand that just because you're a licensed investment advisor does not know that you know how to manage money. Well, right. And and uh, so there you go. As, as uh, we, we kind of go down this path and, you know, stretching our dollars right now becomes even more important, as you just said, Eric, and uh, diversification and a balanced portfolio. Uh, what does that mean? Well, basically, I mean, you know, I think that there's a lot of people out there, and I've said this before, I take a look at a lot of asset allocations, and they're not very sophisticated. They're pretty simple. And a lot of times, they're not lined up with what's going on with the markets. You know, for instance, and we talked about this before, but a person that has a lot of fixed income interest or or an interest rate sensitive portfolio Obviously, that advisor is not paying attention to where interest rates are. And there's a lot of people who could go to Barnes & Noble, get a coffee, and spend an afternoon in the investment aisle and put together a better, stronger, more relevant all allocation than what their advisor has them in. Now, how sad is that? That's very sad. I mean, so you believe that? You think that's true? I've been saying that for 15 years now, Steve. Wow, okay. You, you know, I mean, and, and so the, the bottom line is, is that I take a look at these portfolios and I'm like, I don't know what they're thinking. You know, and, and so the and, and this is everywhere from small firms up to incredibly large national firms. And so you're seeing where there's a lot of asset classes that do not belong in this portfolio. And I can't figure out for the life of me why they're still in there other than the fact that nobody's behind the wheel. Nobody's taking a look at this. There hasn't been a set of eyeballs on this portfolio in years because let's face it, when the markets go up, everybody's happy. Nobody really pays attention to their allocation. But all of a sudden, when they start losing money or things change, that's when people are like, let me take a look at this. You need to be taking a look at your portfolio through a good market, rebalancing, um, checking your diversification, checking your relevancy and so forth. Because like I said, when things go up, things will come down as well. And you need to make changes to that. And as we start to go through this, and, and I know there is a lot of gloom and doom out there, and, and uh, the, the urge may be, or the, the temptation may be, well, I need a little bit of money now, so I'm just going to take a few bucks out of my 401k or my IRA. Not necessarily the best idea. Right. And when you fully retire, it's easy to get on a automatic payments to kind of stop this urge to do that. Like when we're setting up a financial plan for somebody, we're going to be sending them out monthly distributions based on whatever their budget tells us that they need. When those payments are automatic, you're not having to just guess when you should pull money out of the, you know, out of your portfolio. Sure. And then you get into times like these where over the past six or seven months, you know, the market is relatively down and they're like, hey, I need to pull out, you know, my yearly income or my, my uh, salary that I get from my portfolio right now. You're, you're spreading that out over those months. Make it automatic. Make it easy for yourself. And then you're not second-guessing anything. So I have a funny story. There was a, um, a 401k that I used to manage way, way back in the early days in Michigan. And I would have to fly up to Michigan. And I would have to get up at 5.30 in the morning, go to Krispy Kreme. Because at 6 a.m., I would have to be in these people's office. And I would walk in there. I'd be like, hey, everybody, I'm here to talk about your 401k. And they were less enthused. I mean, <laughs> they, they just, they did not want to be there. Did they like the Krispy Kreme at least? They did like the donuts. <laughs> yeah, that was a big hit. That was the only reason they came in the door. But uh, the other interesting thing was, is that I would hang out all day and see three people. Um, and the first person that came in, they said, hey, you know, I need a new 
car transmission. I was just wondering if I could take out like three grand from this. I'm like, yeah, you can borrow from your 401k. That literally opened up the floodgates because then he goes back out and says, yeah, I was able to take three grand out of my 401k. And everybody's like, what? You could do that? And then all of a sudden everybody's like, yeah, my transmission's bad too. (laughs) Now all of a sudden everybody had a bad transmission and everybody's taking out three, four, five grand because they think it's free money. It's the worst thing that you can do. That's your retirement money. Put it in there. Forget about it and you know leave it alone but you are seeing um that you know lately from on a national level that people are not only putting less into their retirement but but also pulling out a little bit more too we see all this the uh, statistics so you know I, i think a lot of these rainy day funds are kind of a thing of the past because they already blew through that in 2022 exactly well joseph you were just talking about you know um getting through all of this and and resisting that urge but it it all comes down to a budget or a lifestyle expense report as you guys like to say i mean that's what that really is a basis for what we need and you as a as a client i need to know what it takes to do that every month right exactly and that the thing that i think people kind of get so fixated on is they create a budget and then that number like sticks in their head and they're like okay $50,000 $50,000 is what we spend. We better not go a penny over, right? But the thing is that it ebbs and flows. Just like how an investment account is going to ebb and flow with the market, so is your budget. Some years it's going to be a little bit higher. Some years it may be a little bit lower. You know, One year you may be going on a very expensive vacation, and one year you may be tightening up, per se. And like this year when we're going through a lot of inflation and you want to stop spending so much money on other things, you're going to tighten up a little bit. So your budget should reflect that as well, and your advisor should be able to see that and not just put putting in a fixed number and saying, here's what it is. Let's project this out. You know, you're on an ongoing relationship with your advisor. You have good communication. You should be communicating things with him and uh, him or her, and she should understand what is going on with your personal budget as well. And that's really what gives us that living and breathing financial plan, as opposed to just a, you know, one sheet of paper saying, Hey, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be fine. You know, so it, it really is your finances are ever changing, ebbing and flowing. Your plan should be as well. Okay, and and again, folks, if that's something that appeals to you, if you want to get a handle on that, now'd be a great time to give us a call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next ten callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're experiencing higher call volumes, so we are raising it from five callers to ten. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, make that phone call while you're thinking of it, 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph. There, we're taking 10 calls right now if you, if, to be able to get in and, and have that conversation. A financial roadmap, that's what they're going to help you put together, 800-779-1942. You're going to see where you are today, but you're going to have a roadmap that will help lead you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part. Questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanz on Consumer Advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation. We always do every week. This is a fun one. And, uh, you know, this uh, this segment, I think, is the favorite of a lot of people, Eric, not just you, um, because I, I, it does sort of give us a chance to really sort of get on, just sort of communicate with listeners. Yeah, and I also think it really kind of gives a pulse of what people are thinking out there. You know, I, I we always go through them. You can send your questions into rwacapecoral at gmail.com. Um, it, it 
kind of does give us a sense of what people are thinking out there. And I, I think some of these questions are pretty much dissimilar. You know, if, if you get three people that send in questions, they're a lot of times they're the same thing. So we tend to pick out the best one and put those on. But, um, you know, they're, they're very timely. I would say that. All right. Well, let's jump into some of these questions. Sydney's up first in Estero, uh, says, I'm not far away from retirement. How can I protect my 401k? Can I move some into cash and still have my employer match while contributing some money into it? And should I do that? I mean, you know, it, I don't know. I, I think it's too late for that. I mean, okay. you know, if you if you haven't done it already, you know, you, the problem is, is that if you sat in cash, you know, over this past week, I mean, the market's come back pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you know the numbers better than I do, Joey, but go ahead. I mean, I know, like. Google last week had some upwards of like seven percent in in five days, right? Um, in of last week, so I think it's also important to you know not necessarily moving into cash, but like the four hundred one k is such a powerful tool for DCAing or dollar cost averaging into the market. Right. As the market goes down, you're still buying into the market at lower and lower prices. And just like how you said before, with like not borrowing money against it, it should be the same thing with not looking at it with the you know set up your investments the correct way, set up a rebalance, and then. Don't think about it when it comes to your 401k. Let that dollar cost averaging still happen each well, and every week or paycheck. And here's the crazy thing. You're not far away from retirement, right? Okay, so that's retirement, but that doesn't mean that your money stops working for you, right? And there's all these people that have the finish line the day you walk out of the office from retirement. That's a bunch of BS. I mean, the thing is, is that your money has to keep working for you. So a lot of times you still have to go through an accumulation stage maybe even five to seven years after you retire. Nothing changes at retirement. It's not like you get to retirement, you move all your money into cash and you live ha happily ever after. That's absolutely not true. Inflation is still there. You have to create a, a, a phantom income stream. There's a lot of things that happen in retirement. So while you're transitioning from working to doing nothing, that's different, but your money still has to work for you. So you, you, people really have to change their mentality that you know you need a financial plan all throughout your entire life. It's not just up to the day that you retire. Sydney, if you're interested, 800-779-1942. Uh, we'll get you some more information there. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Claire is in Cape Coral. And she says, what about all those questions? If uh, you have the ability to build a lifestyle that is inflation proof or recession proof, is there such a thing? I think uh, what people are talking about, you know, we build income streets that can increase over somebody's lifetime. So not necessarily, you know, building a lifestyle that is inflation proof unless your lifestyle is pretty boring. Um, but in my eyes, I think of that as building income streams that are increasing over your lifetime to be able to handle taxes and inflation that we know are going to come to you every single year. You're not building a, you know, a solid fixed income stream of, okay, you're going to get 20 grand a, a year for the rest of your life. That's going to be need to be increasing because in three years, that $20,000 that you need is not going to be $20,000 anymore. If Somebody is saying to you, well, this is inflation proof. I mean, that's just semantics, right? I mean, <laughs> do you, do you yeah. notice how quiet I'm staying? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, like, I don't even want to touch that. Inflation proof, guaranteed, recession proof. I'm not even going there. Like, that it's, is not. Because that's I, it's not possible. I would never say that to a client. I mean, that that's, again, that's just a gimmick, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not even touching this stupid okay. question. <laughs> All right, Claire, if you'd like to uh, have a face-to-face, -face, sit down with Eric. He'd love to chat with you. If, any, if, if anything, <laughs> it drives me crazy, this kind of stuff, but if anything sounds too good to be true in the financial industry, it probably is, it yes, probably is yes, you know, course. and that's why, I mean, I look at that question, I'm like, oh, I'm not going there. Well, but uh, those are terms that you hear a lot, though. I mean, just, I mean, you know, amongst conversations, oh, I've, I've got mine's recession proof. I know that. Right. But, 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 but you're not. But a person, listen, a person that really puts a lot of effort, time, um, and, and investing into their financial plan with us, right? Mm -hmm. They understand that there's no gimmicks out there that really work. It's going to be strategies. It's going to be different options. It's going to be creating different income streams that you can turn on and off. It's creating a lot of different avenues for your money. There's not one silver bullet in the financial industry. I promise you that. 800-779-1942. And uh, let's see, Edward is in Englewood. Um, Edward says, I'll turn 70 years old mid-2023. I plan to take Social Security. Now, as I am still working, self-employed, will my income impact the calculation of my benefits? So I think what Edward is thinking of is 
if you start keep working while you're taking Social Security while you're in your 60s, it will be reduced. But once you hit age 70, it will not be reduced anymore because you are past your full retirement age. Um, so that really only happens between your full retirement age and 70 or anytime you're working in your 60s. So um, it can affect it positively if he makes a lot more money than he, you know, if he's making more money than he has ever before, because then that's increasing his benefits. But it's not going to negatively affect him because he's over the age of 70. I'm still burning up about the prior question. Okay. <laughs> here's the whole thing, okay? And, and here's what kind of kills me about this. And Claire, this is nothing against you because I appreciate you writing in, the, in this. But, the, the, you know, there's some people that come in and they say, Eric, you know, I want to leave. And this is just an example. I want to leave money to my children. And Joseph, you'll appreciate this, right? Mm -hmm. I want to leave money to my children the best way that I can. So we create this incredible plan where we're we're opening up Roth IRAs and we're growing something, you know, we're 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 we're, we're within their risk tolerance, we're growing something, we're peeling off of the gains, we're doing transfers of generational wealth to the Roth IRA for each child. We're doing all this really cool stuff. And they're like, "Well, yeah, I don't I don't want to do all that." <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, you just told me when you came in, how do I leave the most amount of money right. to my children, right? Mm -hmm. So we go through this, all this effort, and now you're like, yeah, I don't want anything like that. Like, I just want to leave them some money. Now, all of a sudden, everything changes. And remember, we're the ones that are opening up all the Roth IRAs for you. Do you think I make a fortune off, <laughs> off of a $7,000 Roth IRA? No, right? So <laughs> the bottom line is, is that it's all strategy. It's a long-term strategy. How are we trying to make a tax-friendly transfer of generational wealth? So the thing is, is that we present this entire plan and they're like, yeah, I don't want to do that, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, people want a silver bullet in the financial industry. They don't want to do planning. But when you really say, you know, when people ask, what do the wealthy do differently? They're actually sitting down and saying, look, I want to invest my time with you and I want to create a strategy for all of my money for generations. There's a lot of effort that goes into that. And so a lot of people will come in and just say, uh, you know, I just want the easy way out. The easy way out, there's no easy way out when it comes to financial planning, when it comes to your investment lifestyle. There's no silver bullet. This is a lot of work. And the people that come to us really want us to put in 100% of effort into their financial plan. And that's what we're looking at. So uh, again, like we are very passionate about what we do. We're also very capable of what we do. We have a lot of financial planning. We have a lot of income planning. We do wealth management. We do estate planning. We do everything. We're trying to cover all those corners for that client. And so, like I said, we can appreciate when somebody comes in and truly wants to work with us. Sure. And uh, 800-779-1942. Let's see. we got time for one more. Uh, let's go to Peter in Boca. Um, Peter says, I've been bombarded with ads featuring robo-advisory platforms that have a lot of online financial planning tools. What do these tools lack that an in-person financial planner can provide? I like that. Well, it's it, it's essentially that. It's a robot, right? It's pretty much going to spit out for your allocation a target date fund, right? They, that really doesn't know much about you. It's going to take into a calculation, a very simple calculation of, okay, how much do you need? Uh, and I'm trying to use my robot voice for that. I just realized I just realized I just went to like a robot voice. Like, how much do you need? <laughs> Here's how much you need to save. Um, but it's essentially that, right? There's there, it's it lacks the ability to add variables in there. And there's a lot of different variables of adding things in like vacation, add, having things like inflation and taxes. It's just going to spit out a very simple calculation um, that isn't really realistic because it's very black and white. When you meet with an in-person financial planner, what they should be able to do for your plan is add in that color to it, add in all those variables and all those life changes that you're going to go through. And like I said before about having an ongoing relationship with them, that's how it should be with your financial planner as well because you're, you're meeting them uh, throughout the year and you're changing that financial plan and it's adapting to your lifestyle, it's adapting to whatever the market is doing as well. So a lot of these robo-advisors are lacking that feature of adding in those variables and it's simply just doing a calculation of, you know, 
here's how much you need to save or not save. And, you know, it's, 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 and then as far as the investment side of that goes, it's pretty much just taking into account your age and using that for a risk tolerance, which like I said, a target date, you know, retirement fund does where it's going to say, okay, you need to invest in 60% stocks and 40% bonds. Yep. That's the calculation that they're going to use. And it's been flawed time and time again. You're seeing it more and more, especially in a year like this with interest rates, it doesn't work. Well, and here's the other thing. If, if you don't meet with the face-to-face with an advisor, you're not going to get the iced tea. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You're not going to get the complimentary iced tea. Exactly. So, well, again, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and, and, and invite folks to call one last time today. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the positive feedback and comments. If you're looking for that financial plan out there, give us a call. We're going to take the next 10 callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next 10 callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away complimentary no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Take advantage of this opportunity, folks. Get that roadmap to help get you to where you need to be in retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Joseph, Eric, as always, a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly, and boy, the information is fantastic. Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 